coming down with the beat em up here. Here's the fan and B Daddy too. What's up, everybody? It's the Adult Gamer Podcast coming at you from the interwebs. This is the Optimus. What's going on, Lord Fenririmus? <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to TagCast. We are on episode nine of the season. I can't believe we've done the nine episodes already. And I mean, we've done like five from quarantine, so yeah. Hey, you mentioned <laughs> it this time. So I'm just going to sip on my beer while you bring up the bad news that everybody's been trying to avoid lately. It's not so bad for me. They lifted the uh, statewide restriction here, so they're slowly easing it up here in Arizona, but we're not as bad as some other states. I feel bad for you guys uh, where it's really bad. Ah, actually, uh, next week I can uh, open my salon back up, so it's Hell pretty yeah. good. Yeah, my wife Shit, I need to a work. haircut so bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Not me, but all of uh, her clients and all of her, uh, the people that uh, rent from her, same thing. People yeah. like the phones ringing off the hook. Well, I'm sure. I my barber called me. He was like, uh, "I got like only one spot in the next two weeks. Do you want it?" And I was like, "Yes, give it to me right now." I got I mean, into my massage lady. Same thing. She's like, "I got one spot this Wednesday at what?" I was like, "I'll take it. Whatever time it is, give it to me." <laughs> God, it's amazing what we do when you know we've all been locked up for two months right? and don't know what. To, what the outside even looks like anymore, I guess. But uh, enough of quarantine. Anyways, I am Fenrir, as Optimus alluded to. Our mouth music man, Optimus, is back at it after a lot of backlash of not doing it last episode. <laughs> um, and then we are joined by the one, the only, B Daddy K. Hey, what up, Tag? First time here, Papa Machiri. So how's yeah. it going? So, B Daddy. This is a PG-rated show. What? Which means that you have Who to be said pretty, that? pretty good at cussing. <laughs> okay. That's why we brought you on. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> the only reason. In fact, every time you cuss, I'm taking a drink. So we'll <laughs> oh, see what happens. Boy. <laughs> well, Finn's going to be loaded here in a minute. <laughs> now watch him like not cuss the entire episode just to prove us... Like how sophisticated that, he is. Oh, I'm not fucking sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're on the show. I know it's been, you know, a while. We've I think talked we've been about trying it. trying to get him on for like over a year. I yeah. know. I mean, I think we do that with everybody. We're like, hey, we, we should get that person on. We, we start conversations, and then it just like kind of goes by the wayside. But hey, you're here now. and But usually once we get them on once, it's real easy to get them on a second time. Yes, because we're likable gentlemen. Come on. That's right. Like, <laughs> we, we all are. We bring the fun. And so, the funk. Yes, that too. Anyways, uh, it surprisingly, for the last like couple weeks, there's been a lot of news dropping. I mean, just... Did you say news dropping or nudes dropping? Because I heard nudes dropping. <laughs> news. Okay. News. News. Lots of news has dropped over the last couple weeks. Um, I mean, some things weren't surprising, like Anthem 2.0 still being a long ways away, or, um, you know, more clones of games that are really popular popping up on Apple and Google stores. So Ubisoft is suing them, things like that. Just, you know, not too surprising, but there, there was a couple things that were interesting and one was kind of a letdown for you. Hop, what was that? 
Uh, well, this made me... I have to talk about this because it's made me sad. I mean, I think we all knew it, but seeing it confirmed, like, in print, like, hurt. And that was that uh, currently at Respawn Studios, there is no new Titanfall games currently in development. There was a rumor of a 2019 title, um, but it's on the back burner. Um, I guess they are almost too good at what they're doing right now which is supporting apex and they just you know released the amazing star wars jedi fallen order if you're a star wars fan a metroidvania fan and a dark souls fan you have to play that game it's so good but we talked about that a few episodes back um anyway so but there's no uh titanfall in the works which sucks because titanfall 2 had a really great campaign and it has pretty fun multiplayer. If I could mix the multiplayer from 2 and 1 together, we would have something really good. So that's what I'm hoping for Titanfall 3. Give me more really good campaign, but speed the multiplayer up just a little bit back like Titanfall 1, but leave the fun gadgets and customizable mechs and pilots from Titanfall 2. That's all I want. I think that isn't like Vince taking on more and more responsibilities across the Yeah, that's kind of what happens when you get gobbled up by a big studio. Yeah, but I don't know if that's exactly quite the problem, though. I mean, look at the sales figures for two. But also, I mean, they. I'm going to say this, EA shot themselves in the foot. They released Titanfall 2 Battlefield 1 in like the same week. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and it, it was wasn't the, it? and it was the same two week period: Titanfall, to Battlefield One, Call, of, Call Duty, of Duty. I was, um, I think, Call of Duty came out, then Titanfall, then Battlefield. Like it and, was sandwiched and in between it. Gears Four. They all came out within twelve days of each other. Yeah, <laughs> it was but, a freaking shit show. Yeah, but EA doesn't give a shit about that. EA just sucks in general. So, you know, as long it's not selling, they're not gonna. They're not going to make another one, which sucks because the second one was such a good game. It seems right. like it still has a pretty good like online. It has flow. a cool. It has a cool yeah. following for sure. Yeah, and it's still a pretty hardcore group playing it. Online. Yeah, you can you can log on and find a game no problem. Yeah, except yeah. for you die instantly because they're all so damn good because they right. play it all the time. But it's still fun. So that's about yeah. any any game at this point though. It's been out for a few years. It's the it's all the sweaties and tryhards that are on it, and they're in it to win it. Well, unless, I would. Unless you're one of them, you're not going to do any good. Yeah, I'd be hard pressed to believe that there's not anything in development with it. Maybe it's not like an active development, but like there's got to be some kind of pre-development, like well, storyboards he, or maybe, you know, something. Maybe Vince did like he did hint some. that it was. Uh, he'd like to see it come back, so yeah, it's maybe, maybe not totally dead. Maybe but they're waiting on some next-gen uh, software development, right, B-Daddy? Don't you have something for us? What? Unreal? Unreal 5? Yeah. Wasn't, was... Fallen Order was on Unreal 4. If 4, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that uh, that Unreal 5 demo looked awesome. Yeah, if that's tell like, us about it. Well, I mean, the lighting and, like, the... The actual environments they have, like... Is it the kind of lighting that would make me jizz on my 4K HDR set? <sighs> what doesn't make you jizz on that set is what I <laughs> want to know. Yeah, like... You must have, like, multiple screen protectors that you just peel away every night. <laughs> I just keep a couple extra socks around, you know? <laughs> I'm just, like, picturing Hop, like, as he's getting ready for bed, he just walks up and he peels off his little plastic screen protector. It's like, oh, there's good thing I bought that five pack on Amazon the other day. <laughs> How come there's so many socks in the wash? <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the Unreal Unreal Five looks awesome, and yeah. the the advancements they have in it are, are 
incredible. If that's a uh, you know of a glimpse of what's to come for next gen, it'll be awesome. Because what they've shown so far has just been so-so. Like there hasn't been anything that really grabbed me. No, I mean even like Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla didn't look super spectacular. You know, and there's this whole gameplay, no gameplay thing about Xboxes, inside Xbox thing from a couple weeks ago. But it just, it looked good. It just didn't look great. But, but you know, that that Unreal 5 engine that ran on the PS5 was, whew. Yeah, and it was, suppo- it was supposedly gameplay, too. We better too. not have a repeat of the E3 where Microsoft showed the Xbox One and then Sony put their dick in the mashed potatoes and stole E3 with the PS4. Man, That I don't want that to happen again. Nothing against PlayStation, but that was just bad. I mean, I guess there's that possibility, but I mean, with everything we see with Xbox, like it seems great. And going forward, it's going to hopefully still be great. July. The- July. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be great. The thing about Sony is they... Their first parties really know how to leverage oh, their, uh, their yeah. system. Yeah. That's the well, thing. Is the first the, parties look incredible? And I think that's the case. But like this, like Unreal Five, like oh my goodness, the lighting, the like all the stuff that they got going on with it is just amazing. The only caveat, caveat with it, though is that's gonna that's like that's epic, and they know how to like program that to the max. You know they yeah. So and I'm sure maybe. Three or four years into the life cycle of next gen, we'll see games that come to maybe touch that, but there's going to yeah. be nothing in the first few years that look anything like that. Well, maybe that first party like stuff. We'll see. Gears some. of One. Oh yeah, yeah. Gears oh. of War One when it came out on the 360, right? Yeah. No, nothing but, touched that game for a while. No, no. The developers caught up with the Unreal Engine. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, unless it's like Epic making the game, or like Sony. With a partnership with Epic, I don't think you're going to see anything that's like on that level for the first few years coming right. from Unreal. Maybe from Sony's in-house engines, whatever they use for like uh, like Naughty Dog and uh, Gorilla. Their stuff is could be up there with Unreal. Well, I think the real test will be seeing what the Slip Space engine looks like with uh, Infinite in July. Mm-hmm. Halo Infinite, like you know, that will be kind of the real needle pusher for microsoft i think right. so i mean i i i kind of wondered how much of this unreal 5 and ps5 reveal partnership had anything to do with the fact that they're both marketing the number five you know so. <laughs> a little five or synergy a bunch of money <laughs> that too of course but, well if you um the whole thing was like just like it was like I don't know. Oh, it's only because it's only gonna be done on the PS5, and the SSD is light years ahead of anything else. But I mean, of course they're gonna say that at a, at a Sony, you know, unreal right. reveal. Well, I mean, I I was reading an article and it said something about like the Xbox can Xbox can do the exact same thing. Like it, it can handle the Unreal Five engine oh, with I'm the sure. SSD. Like well, it's um, it's similar technology. Oh, definitely. It, the only thing is the we've all seen is the uh, the details on the the was the throughput throughput yeah the so throughput of the SSD in their like memory high, is higher on the on the PS5, PS5 but yeah it's like uncompressed it's like four or five gigs uh-huh. a second and then compressed is like almost nine yeah I think the Xbox is like half of that mm-hmm. 
but I, what was that technology Xbox can use like 100 gigs of the SSD is basically a scratch pad for RAM. So I guess uh, they're gonna they're gonna leverage that in a, a different way. It's just it, it's all gonna come down to how the developers use it. In exactly. The end. And you know, I don't think we're gonna see the the giant disparity between um like xbox and playstation like we saw with the one and the ps4 you know where ps4 no, the, is running the 1080p rest of the and the hardware is pretty similar i think yeah, you're not going to see that 1080 to 720 on games like no triple party stuff or triple party third party <laughs> stuff no but. it'll be it'll be more like frame rate 4k uhd mm-hmm. this game supports 60 this game has an uncapped you know uh, especially if you have a variable refresh rate display tv that'll do 120 or 240 frames if the game supports it that could that could be a game changer there but we'll see um what do you, did you want to tell us about some triple a games finn yeah i mean ubisoft had an earnings call a while back and they talked about five major triple a games that are set to be released in the next f- fiscal year and five of the uh, four of those games have been named uh one being assassin's creed valhalla watchdog legions gods and monsters and then rainbow six quarantine are the four that they've named and then rainbow six quarantine yeah, it's like a standalone. <laughs> Does it involve a pandemic? <laughs> I, I would imagine so. What the hell? That's not cool. <laughs> I I did wonder if that name will change. I mean, this has been the name for a while. It was supposed yeah, to come out last yeah. year, but um, I wonder if I doubt they'll change the name now. That probably ha- may have too much uh, free publicity with it in a way. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But there's a right. fifth game that's yet to be announced. And what the guy, the head of Ubisoft that ran the call said, a yet-to-be-announced franchise. Um, so are we taking that as a new franchise, like a new IP? That's the thing. Is like It was kind of vague in that sense. It could be also just an announced, yet-to-be-announced franchise that they haven't done in a while and that's what i'm kind of hoping for because there's one particular ubisoft franchise that i have been jonesing for for i don't know since the 360 era and that's uh splinter cell i think everybody's been jonesing from that i mean i don't need a new far cry like far cry 4 was or 5 was awesome but i don't need i didn't really care to play the newest one and Prince of Persia is pretty much dead in my eyes. So t- yeah, I started Far Cry Five. Graphics look amazing, amazing looking HDR. I just couldn't really get, it. and it starts out kind of neat, but after a little bit, I was like, it, I don't know. It was kind of like playing a weird single player Destiny. It reminded me that like you kind of had to go back and forth to these different places, and I just couldn't get into it, so I uninstalled it. <laughs> you can there is co-op with that, but uh, yeah, but it's like no, Daisy the, Chain. That's what yes. Beat Daddy and I talked yes. about, and he's like, dude, it's it's a pain in the ass. I it is. Like, Man. I feel like you can't get more than like a hundred yards from your partner and it, and it drags you Rubber back bans you or something yeah. yeah and the worst part is like if one of you is driving or one of you is flying and you hit that magic point one of you i, th- I don't know if it's like the host who controls it but 
say you're flying in a plane, all of a sudden it'd be rubber banded back to your partner. And it's like, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So many times I've been playing with uh, with someone and we're doing a mission and all of a sudden I'll get dragged back to them or they'll get dragged back to me. And the worst part is if they're flying and there's a passenger seat, you'll get sucked back to the passenger seat in a plane and there's nothing for you to do oh, except for sucks. look around. No. Yeah, it sucks. Dang. Well, so I... Because the, the co-op in 4 was awesome. I, I I believe it had rubber banding, but it wasn't as uh, as intrusive. Yeah. Well, I will say there's a particular uh, NPC companion you can get in uh, Far Cry 5 named Herc, and he makes the game like worth it. Oh, yeah. Play mm-hmm. far enough. So he's he's a blast. Yeah. That, I, I really enjoyed that game. It's just the, yes. the co-op killed it for me. I played it all through in co-op, but... Uh, at times, it was super frustrating. Yeah. Man. Speaking well, of uh, co-op, we've got... Uh, they're adding a new update to Doom Eternal to try and make the battle mode uh, more enticing, which is the multiplayer mode. They didn't. They decided not to go with a full like PvP multiplayer, which kind of makes me sad. Uh, but I, I guess they decided that not enough people would probably play it because of the popularity of stuff like Call of Duty and uh, Overwatch and the other more popular PvP games. Um, I don't think I ever touched the PvP in the, the last game. Doom 2016. You know what? It was kind of lackluster. They didn't really do... The thing is, they didn't put a lot of effort into it. And I felt like, man... And then they... um, My biggest beef with the latest two Dooms, I like them a lot. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Is that there's no co-op to go through the campaign. Mm -hmm. I mean, the original Doom 1 and Doom 2, you could go through the whole game with a buddy. And that was kind of fun. But I think think they'd be really pushing it, though, if you had a buddy. They'd be... So oh, many compromises. Yeah, especially the new Doom Eternal really does some crazy shit with the graphics. Like I, um, I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm I'm glad that they didn't compromise the single player for either right, co-op or right. or the multiplayer. We'll talk about we'll ta- I'll talk about Doom Eternal when we get to the games we're playing. But uh, for the update, they've added some anti-cheat software uh, for PC. I've heard this has been breaking the game on another article I read. Um, quality of life updates. They reduce damage while swimming. Added vertical dash when in water. I haven't really done any water. I'm not that far in. Um, uh, added some drones. They just added a lot of quality battle mode. Tutorials are now required for first time players, which is probably be good because that mode's kind of interesting that you have two two against one. It's kind of like Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow when that first came out. It's kind of got a weird odd multiplayer that not everybody's really, I guess, digging. I have not messed with it much. Uh, fellow tag member McSwitch is not too uh, happy with it himself, though. Uh, but that's my update for Doom Eternal. Um, you know, Fen, what do people do if they want to support our tag podcast? What can they do on our tag Discord to help support tag? Well, it's just not the podcast, but it's everything with tag. Uh, they just go to Amazon. They peruse and they look at the things that they want to buy like new tvs vacuum cleaners mops uh screen protectors for your tvs in case you jizz all over it um multiple screen protectors yes the five pack the costco pack yeah what about uh hyperx cloud flight x wireless headphones if you have to test every headphone known to man and you work at the fire station yes that too if you just want to buy anything off of amazon what you do is you copy the link from your browser and you just post it in our discord server anywhere in the discord server and a bot 
takes that link, chews it up, spits out a new link that you can click on for our tag affiliate links. And you can, it'll take you back to Amazon and uh, you can purchase that item and we get a small kickback from that. So uh, when you're buying the $1,000 TV or you know, $150 headset, we can get a small portion of that, which helps pays the bills for all of tag, uh, for all the different things that we do. Um, we have some awesome people running our treasury department and they, they would love to see that number go up and allow us to do some more activities that we would love to send back to our members of the community. Um, with that being said, I, I don't have a community question this episode for for you guys, uh, but you know, please send me a DM with any questions that you have that I could ask the hosts on the show. That could be shocking, silly, fun, whatever you want to ask, we'll do it. Um, it's just a good time to kind of get to know us a little bit better. Uh, like last week, I asked about silly movies that you have to watch on TV when you turn it on, and there it is. And yep, I'm gonna finish watching that. So Roadhouse, mine was on air. <laughs> Roadhouse. 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 Family guy. (laughs) But uh, yeah, DM me a question and I can ask the host on the show. Uh, You know, I've gotten some really good questions lately, but they are pretty deep, profound questions that have been logged into our deep dive section. So uh, like Professor Pluto gave me a good one and I, you know, we'll definitely get that on the show sometime soon. Maybe we can get you on the show to talk about it too. Um, Yeah. Anyways, uh, again, DM me those questions whenever you get a chance. Uh, It's time for the part of the show where uh, we just kind of drone on for about 25 minutes each talking about the games we play. So, B-Daddy, what are you playing when you do get a chance to play on your tiny TV? Damn it. Oh, my tiny TV. Well, right now the majority of my time is spent with Modern Warfare, which I'm pretty sure most of the people are... uh, you know, chewing their time away with. Um, what can I say? It's Call of Duty. It's addictive. Gets the blood boiling. But it's fun. <laughs> it's fun when you not get out. Uh, <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's one of those games where you get fired up when you win. You get fired up when you lose. But it's always better with friends. Especially Tag. We have the whole clan that plays. I mean, what can I say about that game other than it's Call of Duty? But it has been probably the best iteration of Call of Duty for me in, I don't know, since maybe the first Black Ops. I bought a Blackout last year, and the the uh, Battle Royale was awesome. That's funny you said that, because that's basically what me, you, and Finn did. We bought Blackout, and it came with Black Ops 4 that we really didn't even play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paid sixty bucks for for a battle royale that we loved. Yeah, exactly. And then that was the first uh, Call of Duty I'd bought, I think, since uh, Black Ops. It was my first since Ghosts. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was, was such my a blast first since the original Modern Warfare. Oh dang! Wow. And I played the shit out of them all the way until Black Ops and uh, Black Ops, and I just got burnt out. But uh, Blackout, I don't know. The that was one of the best iterations of uh, battle royale. And then I took the dive with Modern Warfare, and I think it's even better than Blackout. I agree with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've but, added some new modes to it this weekend, that like a traditional battle royale with no missions, no loadouts. You know, yeah. Just and there was uh, have you have you guys read about uh, 
the supposed uh, nuke that might be uh, yes. hiding. We, it's, we off air. We were talking about that. Yeah. yeah, I was reading about that. Sounds kind of cool. I haven't played uh, too much Warzone lately. Been kind of addicted to the multiplayer, yeah, like PvP. But uh, that sounds kind of cool. Like uh, finding uh, cell phones and then getting codes for the doors and seeing. Ah. That's the kind of shit that like I dig even when I'm playing like the battle royale mode. I'm just reading the patch notes for today. Everybody cry. They nerfed my Renetti. You're Ooh. welcome, Warlock. You're welcome. After they nerfed <laughs> your 357 snake shot, now they nerfed my Renetti. God damn it. All right. <laughs> See, uh, that, what? that's probably the top of my list. Then, uh, I don't say it pains me, but it's I play Fortnite a lot with my son. And <laughs> as much as I play that, I still fucking suck. So... It's the building. The building uh, yeah. is awful. But, you know, when your 10-year-old son carries you, is not a great feeling. Put it that way. But, uh, yeah, the, I, can't, I, I can't wrap my head around the building. Side note, if you ever get a chance to play with B-Daddy and his son... That's awesome. Do it. <laughs> do it at least once. No, do it multiple times. It's great. That too. His kid, oh my goodness, we'll talk He's so like much a, trash. You know what it reminds me of? You know the scene in Star Wars Episode 2 where Jango Fett is chasing Obi-Wan and little Boba Fett's all, get him, Dad! That's totally... <laughs> <laughs> that's the two of them right there. Uh, I can't, it, that's the truth. I can't lie about that. It is It is a blast, especially when your your son starts giving you shit. Like, <laughs> it's always good. Oh, that's that's probably my number two played, but uh, that in easily right on the heels of that though was Streets of Rage Four. That game so good. Yeah, so good. It's we'll everything I wanted that. in a. Yeah, we'll get in into a, that. Yeah, in, in a sequel of Street, uh, Streets of Rage, like an updated Streets of Rage. So that I've I've unlocked all the guys now. I'm psyched. Oh, I got a couple more to get. Nice. Yeah, I unlocked the last two the other day. I, it's uh, uh, what's his name. Um, you want me to tell you? Obviously, you probably know. What's Shiva, right? He's one? Yeah, he's the, the last one. It's he's the last one. Who's before him? Skate. Um, sk- okay, so I'm, that's all I need is Skate and Shiva. That's right. Yeah. Shiva's awesome. Yeah. But uh, that, that that takes a lot of my time. My son and I have been playing a ton of that. And then uh, probably rounding out my list is uh, the one game I'm so pissed about is Battlefield Five. I I, f- I fucking love the Battlefield games, and Battlefield 5 has been such a disappointment. I played, I put probably like 250 hours into that game now, and it's it's probably it's one of the best Battlefields, and it's one of the worst. Like they, they have the movement down, the gameplay is awesome, the graphics are incredible. The graphics but, were nice, that's for but sure. But the, the support has been yeah. abysmal. Yeah. And now they announced that they're ending support for it. No mm. new maps, no updates, just balancing tweaks here and there, which have just been breaking the game left and right. And then mm. they're... Uh, it's weird that they kind of let that fall apart, but yet, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm not sad about this, but yet they did a lot of stuff to fix Star Wars Battlefront 2, and it's actually really fun right now. That's, <laughs> like, so, I've been having so much fun with Battlefront 2 again. That's so, what I don't get, because yeah. Battle... Battlefront I mean, that came 2 out a whole year before Battlefield. Yeah, Five. has got like everything so right. But it's also Star Wars. Exactly, but I mean, you could really just transpose that to Battlefield 5. I well, mean, 
Here's a juxtaposition I want to... That's a big word for me to use. Holy shit. (laughs) Did I use it correctly? Um, Do you think that they put so much time and money into Battlefront because of the Star Wars license? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. They pro- I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure because of. I'm sure Disney said you got to clean yeah. the shit up or you're losing well, it. That and that's what my point is. Like, are they worried that they'll lose the Star Wars license because that mark that deal is coming up to a like a yeah. point here in the next year or two, isn't it? Like, could be. Yeah. So if they didn't get Star Wars Battlefront two, what's uh? You're also playing the for the Discord game, aren't you, B Daddy? Oh, vamps. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've been playing that. I took the last couple games off because I've been kind of crazy at work now. But yeah, I've been playing that every game that they've had, and that's something tag members should definitely get into if you're into that type of game. Though it's all about it bullshit. It is fun. It is fun. Yes. Yeah. And then it's a little daunting at first if you've never played, but it's all bullshit. And so you can just be the biggest dick, and you can or not. Just it's all about how you play your hand and trying to read other people's, which doesn't always work. Nope. Right. But yeah, that's I don't know. It's hard to describe how that is. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a fun little game that requires some subterfuge, but also just you know figuring out how other people play. Like we've played a ton of rounds over the last couple weeks or couple months rather, and. So I think people are starting to kind of figure each other out in some ways, but some people have tells that they do, and some mm-hmm. people don't. So you just kind of have to read the subtext, really. Yeah, that you and, never know. That knowing how to play your role is tough. Yeah, or playing a role that doesn't exist and confusing everybody and somehow winning, like uh, <laughs> Super B did that one game. That was friggin' brilliant masterwork. So, but. Yeah, I mean, as you can tell, I've been playing a lot of amps as well. It's it's just it's a good distraction, if anything. So, um, but you know, I, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time talking about my list because I've been playing the same things the last episode: Call of Duty, Streets of Rage, Four, Vamps, and I'm really hooked into the Surge too right now. Uh, me, uh, Romano, and Anthem have been kind of playing it and talking about it a lot in the Xbox channel and kind of comparing strategies on how we beat certain bosses, which is a lot of fun. So, Beat Eddie, did you start the Surge 2 yet? Or No, that's the one I, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, starting that, but if it's a time sink, that's the only thing. Yeah. it. I mean, I will say you can pick it up and play for a little bit and then easily put it back down. Uh, it's not like Dark Souls or in those sense where like you get really far from where you last had a save point and you're like, damn it, I don't want to go back. There's a ton of shortcuts that they built into each level, so it's kind of cool. But the shortcuts are almost as rewarding as like cutting off limbs of the enemies, which is really cool. Yeah, so. that sounds intriguing. Yeah, That's what makes it sound really cool. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Hop, uh, you uh, got Modern some... Warfare? Yeah. Um, Street Rage 4, which we'll talk about in the deep dive. Um, I just picked up, but I kind of barely kind of scratched the surface of them a little bit. I picked up Hunt Down, which is a 2D kind of action platformer, like a huge throwback to like a run-and-gun style shooter in the vein of Gunstar Heroes or Contra 3, but with a much more adult... Oh, really? Like Gunstar Heroes type? 
Terminator meets Blade Runner kind of uh, kind of a dark, gritty humor with a little bit of RoboCop. Yeah, it, it plays a lot like like Contra Hardcore or Gunstar. Um, it's really awesome. It's got two-player couch co-op. It doesn't have two-player online. That'd be dope. Really good graphics. Amazing. Like you could tell this was made by guys that love that 16-bit era. Like it's meant to look like a Genesis game. Um, they didn't use that cheap. 2D engine that a lot of these indie game guys are using. Like this engine is custom. It has a bunch of line scrolls and cool optical effects and stuff that that looks like it was done on a Genesis, but is obviously made for newer machines. Um, and then Ion Fury is a game uh, using the old 3D Realms build engine that they updated. Um, so I just watched an interesting video about it from uh, Digital Foundry. I'll talk about that in a second. It's uh, made by some of the original guys that make Dude New. Duke Nukem 3D, but this time your character's a female lead. It very much plays like Duke Nukem. It just looks a lot better with some newer weapons. Neat, awesome level designs. I saw a cool video on uh, Digital Foundry where he talks about the console conversion and how difficult it was because that build engine was designed in like 1991 to, and it wants to it wants CPU cycles. It's a software rendering program primarily, so they had to do a lot of conversion to get it w to work on consoles that primarily use a GPU. And in the process, there's a hiccup in the frames, which I noticed when playing it. I was like, man, this should be running like butter. What is this weird hiccup? Well, I guess they're patching it sometime soon to take that little hiccup out. It's a way that it counts some kind of frame calculations for the build engine. Um, but so I, I put a little bit of time to that. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to going deeper in that. Has that I, um, always been called Ion Fury? Did it get it a name change? It was originally called Ion Iron Maiden, Maiden. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that Iron Maiden's record label was like, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I saw that at the past, uh, the past two um, PAX East. Yeah. And it right? looked awesome. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's super awesome. I yeah, I'm like, but then when you said uh, Ion Fury, I'm like, that looks just like that Iron Ion Maiden game I saw, yeah. but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I finally um, jumped into Doom Eternal. Um, still not totally happy with all the crazy jump puzzle stuff, but when you get the super shotgun in that game, which is a little ways into the game, so bear with it. Um, I wish they would have done that sooner. I feel like they kind of once you get that gun, it feels like Doom proper again. Something about having that gun makes Doom feel like Doom. Um, that game has crazy good-looking graphics. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> let's jump into the community updates. I'll talk more about Doom when I beat it, and we'll get Switch on here, because I know he beat it too. Um, community updates. Thursday night is our game night, and we're on Xbox, because that seems to be what most of the tag community is on. Um, Coming up this week, May 21st, Halo Night, and we're doing Halo MCC, which has crazy good 4K HDR. I was just playing Halo Reach single player, <laughs> uh, and it was like, wow. <laughs> sound still sucks, though. They need to fix the sound. It's bad. I was yeah. Like, this sound mix blows. Um, May 28th, we're going to do Forza Horizon 4, and that's going to round out our game nights for May. Um, let me just check. I think I saw Fireman post an update just so we know what June is. June 4th will be back to Halo. and probably be Halo 5. So in case our, our next podcast isn't... Our next podcast should be before then, but just in case, June 4th is Halo 5. And then, Fen, what's... Uh, 
we we talked about it a little bit with B Daddy, but what's this Discord game we've got? Yeah, Vamps. It's uh, if you ever played Werewolf, Mafia, Town of Salem. Uh, there's all sorts of variations of this game, but it uh, we do it through text uh, through our own little Vamp server on Discord, and uh, usually we have different people moderate the game and assign roles, and then we kind of go out and try to figure out who are the bad guys and kill them, and hopefully the townies win and go for it. We just had a really kind of fast-paced game yesterday that started in the morning and ended in the evening uh are you dead a friend of the show he hosted his first uh round of it um i'm actually kind of setting up some rules myself i'm gonna try modding a round of vamps hopefully here in the next couple next week or so uh maybe before everybody gets back to work or something but uh, we also have our book club in the Discord. You just add yourself to the book club role, and you can see the channel and join in on a book. They read a lot of science fiction, uh, fantasy-type style books, but if you're interested in something a little bit differently, just join the channel and get selected, and you can choose the book that they read. Everybody can branch out and try new things every once in a while. Um, I also want to make a quick little note that uh, I know Hop it mentioned that we have a lot of xbox players and we have a community game night for xbox but you know we we definitely want to have people come out and you know if you're a playstation player um we want to try to get some crossplay games on there or even if you're interested in setting up like a playstation game night or a pc game night you know come join the discord server and and let us know uh we want to get things rolling and make things happen um you know, me being on council, I'm going to public, you know, publicize the hell out of this. So try to get more action from our other platforms. Uh, Stud Knuckle may not want to run a game night for Nintendo, but I'll make them do it if I have to, because I'm in charge. <laughs> is so? I mean, is the uh, Switch Online any friendlier than like? I mean, when I had a DS and a Nintendo Wii, like playing online with your friends was a total pain in the ass. Uh, it's still pretty much a pain in the ass. Jeez. But yeah, it depends on right. ga- on certain on games. The game? Okay. Yeah, I know. Fortnite like is Mario pretty Kart easy. Like Mario should be really simple. Why is it so complicated to play with people? Yeah, exactly. Like Mario Kart. Yep. Anyway, all right, I'll get off my Nintendo's <laughs> weird online soapbox. Well, here's the thing, though. There is a game that came out that took a classic genre that we all love here on the show right now, and that's the beat-em-up genre, and added some online components to it that are quite well, even though it's only two-player, and that's Streets of Rage 4. You guys have alluded to a lot during your playlist, and it is a... One, beautiful game. Two, amazing soundtrack. And just takes the classic formula and and kicks it up about 10,000 notches and makes it even better. So, um, Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, awesome game. Great thing. Hop, B-Daddy, what do you guys think? Oh, what, what's there not to say? That game is fucking incredible. It's everything you could want in a modern beat-em-up with a classic, like, feel to it. It feels like Streets of Rage. It doesn't feel like some knockoff, like half-baked uh, effort. It's You can tell the dudes that made it love the genre and love uh, Streets of Rage. And I love like the the the, uh, the combo of the old, the retro and the, the new. I love how you can play as, like, the original characters with the original sprites and sounds. Yeah, in the sweet. Yeah. The fact that they got that to work is insane. Yeah. Dude, Shiva is fucking awesome. 
That's all I gotta say. He's. I can't wait to try that. He's um, cool. Yeah, I was just. I mean, if you look at the Streets of Rage Two, was the last game that really elevated this genre yeah. to another level. You exactly. Had, you had beat 'em ups before Streets of Rage Two, but they were very primitive. You had Double Dragon. You had Renegade. The first one that kind of took the genre up a notch, and it was only because they did they did something with the graphics that nobody did, and they actually cared. So when Capcom came out with Final Fight, the graphics were like, whoa, and it had good music, too. Yeah. The gameplay, though, was still very basic. It wasn't much more evolved than what was going on in Double Dragon or... No, it was Double Dragon Renegade. with a prettier skin, really. Right, right. And then, um, at the time, Sega... Uh, Capcom was exclusive with Nintendo... Um, Nintendo had a lot of companies on console exclusivity, so Sega was like, crap, we need to get a beat-em-up. Um, and they talked to the designer who did Revenge of Shinobi, and he also got the music composer who worked with him on Revenge of Shinobi, who's Yuzo Koshiro, who does phenomenal music. And they oh, came yeah. out with the first Streets of Rage, which was based actually on a Golden Axe engine that they modified. And it did moderately well in Japan. It did huge in the United States. That game really kind of saved... Say, and it had two players, right? The Super Nintendo... The eventual yeah, Super Final Nintendo Fight was only Final one player. Final Fight was only one player. Yeah. So that did really good um, for, for the U.S. Now, in Japan, Streets of Rage didn't make that big of a splash. And what the reason we got Streets of Rage 2 is the president of Sega U.S. was like, you guys need to make Streets of Rage 2. The fans want it. Let's do it. Um, between him and Yuzo wanting to do Streets of Rage 2... Sega of Japan finally agreed, and they let Yuzo Koshiro become the director, and he got his own team. They, His sister did the artwork. They came in, they designed Streets of Rage 2, they gave him more memory to work with, he created new sound software for his processor, he mixed in the latest dance music trends that were going on in the West. You can Some of them in Streets of Rage 2, you can straight up hear, like the Public Enemy sample. I mean, if you've listened to Public Enemy, <laughs> you play the game, you're like, oh, that's straight out of Public Enemy. Um... And then, all that, better graphics, bigger sprites, two players, more levels, and better gameplay. Like, adding the grabs, adding the reversals, adding the throws, adding the special attacks, adding the combos. was just like, they went beyond what anybody had done. And everybody after that copied that for years. Right? That was the template with Streets of Rage 2. And, and in my opinion, up till now, Streets of Rage 2 was the best beat-em-up you could play on a console. Oh, definitely um, agreed. I mean, there's been some other good ones, don't get me wrong. Like the, like the D&D collection from Capcom is really fun. But it just doesn't... There's something about the combination of that like 80s action movie aesthetic with that hip-hop music, with the gameplay, that just is addictive. You just want to sit there and play it. And then Streets of Rage 3 came out, and that kind of was a weird side, weird left turn, where I think they went too extreme with the music, like Yuzo was trying some new stuff that was going on with the clubs, but it might have been too far away from the formula, right? Mm -hmm. And then the um, Western release of it, they made just super hard... Um, it's not fun. It's still a good game, but it's not nearly as good as 2. Nope. So, for years they had shown various iterations of Streets Rage 4 that were coming. There was one announced for Saturn, never came out. There was one announced for Dreamcast, never came out. Then it was kind of buried. And then there was a Streets of Rage internet made, like PC 
game from some fans that came out people went crazy sega said whoa put the kibosh on that bandit um you can still find it on various pirate sites um and that was okay but it was just a rehash it was like a greatest hits like they took everything from streets rage one two and three and put it in a blender and made a game out of it uh, and then, almost two years ago, we got the very first preview for Streets of Rage 4. And I'm not going to lie, when I first saw that trailer, I was like, I don't yeah. know how <laughs> I feel about this right now. I'm not, I'm not excited, right? And honestly, what made me excited, I mean, up till it coming out, I wasn't that excited until I saw the Digital Foundry video by John Linnerman because he... He, I feel like he has a similar interest in gaming that I do. I feel like he's around our age, B-Daddy, Yep. to where he grew up with all that stuff, and he's really passionate about it. When he explained how the developers made this game by like reverse studying Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3, other beat-em-ups, and then there's another video that I watched recently. Um, there's a guy who makes... He has his channel is entirely dedicated to history of different gaming series. He's a big-time Sega fanboy. It's called Slopes Game Room. Check him out on YouTube. He does great videos. He had done, he had done a complete history of Streets of Rage video, which the development team of Streets of Rage 4 watched many, many, many times to replicate stuff for Streets of Rage 4. So he go, he went back recently and made his new complete history of Streets of Rage, including Streets of Rage 4, and talked to the Streets of Rage 4 developers, and they talk about how his original video inspired them and gave them ideas. Um, it's just great. Like One of the things they did for 4 is they were able to incorporate stuff from the design notes that they got from Streets of Rage 2 for things that they didn't have time or memory to include. So the car that crashes, that almost crashes into you in the opening stage of Streets of Rage 4, that was supposed to be in Streets of Rage 2. So there's a bunch of little nods like that. Um, I don't know, man. The the music, they got Yuzo back. They got some new composers. They kept with that sort of dance hip-hop feel, which is yeah. good, with a little bit of rock influence too, which is awesome. I love that they stuck to a 2D engine, not a 3D, but 2D, but a straight-up 2D, all hand-drawn. I was skeptical at first till I saw it in action. I was like, holy crap, this totally works. And then yeah. the characters are amazing, and the fact that we got Adam back, I was really excited. And then the fact that you can unlock all the old characters, it's like it's like a super huge love letter to the entire beat-em-up genre, but more specifically like to Streets of Rage fans that loved Streets of Rage 2 tried to love Streets of Rage 3, but we couldn't, so they finally gave us what we wanted all along, which was a super-duper amazing version Streets of Rage 4. That's totally it. <laughs> that, and that's I'm, about... I'm loving it. It's fun. And, and oh, I, yeah. I haven't done four-player local. I've done online co-op with, uh, with, with you, with Fen, with Warlock, with Sith. I'm trying to think if I did it with anybody else. I think that's the the three people I've done it with. Four people I've played it with online. I'll play with anybody. It's so much fun. I'm actually on another playthrough right now, working on. And the combo system in four is even. They even refined what was on two. You can do even more. Like you can air juggle. I've been figuring out all kinds of stuff with Adam. Yeah, like, I'm. St oh yeah, I'm gosh. still figuring out the combos. Like the the air combos are what the I'm air juggles figuring are crazy. out now. Yeah, you can do some crazy, and you can chain so you can pop them, you can air juggle them, you can chain your special, and then you can chain your super and air juggle them again. I, I, you know, because you can, the way they designed the game, like the frame creates a wall sometimes, so you can knock an enemy into that frame and then bounce him off of it and use him as a weapon. It's it's amazing. So good. Yeah, that, that that I don't know. That might be my game of the year this year. 
It's you, yeah, it's probably up there for me when we do the game of the year episode. It, it's probably going to be. I can't think of. I mean, it totally like look. I had super low expectations, right? Then like about a week before it came out, the Digital Foundry video came out. Maybe not even a week. It was like two or three days, man. And that just had me going crazy. I was like flipping out. I was like, oh my god, it looks so good. Like finally somebody played it and is talking about it in terms that I understand it. Yeah. When I finally played, I was like, oh my gosh, he was actually right. This is so good. <laughs> As well, I had a little Mr. Torque episode on our Discord. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> <laughs> I was I actively we, looking at how do I like slow down hop posting. <laughs> There's Finn. So I mean, Finn, I, I sorry to be daddy, and I kind of stole the nah. Um, it's all good. here talking about we just I that's the really be daddy. The whole reason I, I wanted to bring you on the show specifically because I knew you were such a huge Streets of Rage fan. So you and your son have been doing it on Mania mode, which is nuts. Oh. Yeah, we've we started out on hard. I don't know why. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we beat it. It took us a while to beat it on hard. The last, there were a couple levels that were like ridiculously hard. I think the you pier didn't level. You happened to record audio of you and your son playing that on hard, did you? Mm, no, because. Because that would be epic. Because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we started on hard. I don't know why we did that, but it, it was so hard. It was so satisfying. We beat it. And then it unlocks Mania at that point, and he's like, Let's try Mania. And oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm a glutton for punishment or what, but we beat the first level somewhat easily, and then it took us probably a good, like, two nights of each level after that, and I think we're still only on level seven now. That's Chinatown, I believe, and, oh, my God, that's, like, next to impossible. There's that levels, dude, those freaking... The Goro guys? Karate guys? Yeah. With their block and their instant counterpunch, well, oh, they drive me fucking crazy. No, you got to grab them. They're, I know, they're, but even sometimes you go to grab them, they still funk, they counter and throw you. You're like, oh. yeah, those guys and those fucking stupid bitches that jump and yeah, kick you they, with their yeah. like, uh, with their head <laughs> head aim shot bot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the uh, I think it's like the the pier level maybe. That level was, well, with that one, when you, but you can throw them down the holes. That one's oh, not so bad. Oh, yeah. You try that on Mania. I, just oh, do that. Okay, do that yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, like, some fury. At least there's, like, no walls or ladders they get stuck on. But, uh, f- yeah, that that game is incredible. And even on Mania, once you once you played it, like, you played a good, uh, like, good enough time on Mania, uh, it's not so hard. But it's so satisfying when you can chain like multiple hundred hit combos together, and you can like beat the bag out of people when you get them in between you. Right. It's so awesome. So and I, lo- I love how they they have uh, some of the older bosses sprinkled in with, like, oh, uh, the, with the new designs. Yeah. The, the well, we the didn't even arcade machines. The, the hidden the hidden the Easter eggs in the game. That's the other thing they threw in like things that old games used to do that a lot of new games don't now. Doom Eternal has a couple of these too. I won't spoil that yet, but um, yeah. So you can find these old arcade machines that say Bare Knuckle, which is what the series is called in Japan. And if you get the right item and you hit, I don't want to spoil it for people. They can look it up. You hit the machine. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. They can item. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they, really, I don't want to. You know, if I know they, you can't pause. A, you can't. I can't give us. You know. Anyway. Yeah. You hit the machine with this item, and it takes you to a secret Easter Easter egg boss fight that's a straight out of Streets of H two, and it's really awesome. Yeah. It's really There's cool. Four, five of them. Just four of them. Four of them, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I did a, I did a bunch of them with Sith. We were having a good old time. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that, and I love how, uh, uh, just like the whole game, like the music, the graphics are, are incredible. For yeah. uh, that, that was Damn. what blew me away when I first fired up the, the colors, especially in 4K. Yeah, uh, one of the things I was noticing playing it, because John Linderman talked about this again on his Digital Foundry video, is the sprites. You know, it's 2D, but they added cool lighting effects. Like when you're in that toxic sewer, you see the green rim light go around the characters, depending on where you are. And the streets, if you walk into a dark part of the street, your character gets Chris, yeah, darker. If you walk under, you, yeah, if you walk yeah, under the street just, light, it casts a light on you. I had never seen that in a 2D game, at least to this level of... Yeah, the puddles reflect everything. yeah. It's awesome. It's just amazing. I'll, I'll take... I don't care if people want... They should license that out, and they should make clones of other fighting beat-em-ups, and I would play them. If they were executed to this level, I would buy them. I don't think they will. People just don't have that passion. I wonder how well this sells, if we'll see anything else come out of Sega that's even like this. It's To me, it's... I hope this is a new trend that has Sega look at their back catalog of franchises that they're sitting on. They are literally sitting on a gold mine of oh, Can you imagine Golden Axe? That would be I'm awesome. Saying. Games they could do, they could just take that engine right there and yeah. make Golden Axe 4 and we can all forget about that horrible, crappy Golden Axe 3. Oh. <laughs> do that. oh. Oh my god, you just made me so excited to be dead. That, right there, that's it. That's that's what Sega should do, is just take yeah. that engine and give us, give us a proper Golden Axe sequel on that engine. That would be freaking... Uh, to quote both of us, amazeballs. Well, that kind of leads me to a question that I was thinking, like, what beat-em-up genre would you, not genre, but uh, franchise would you want to see make a comeback all the Streets of Rage 4? I mean, like... Oh, there's so many. I was thinking, you know, my first real beat-em-up was uh, uh, Ninja Turtles... Turtles, Turtles in time. time, yeah, great yeah. game. I have that on my side loaded on my SNES Mini. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, man, that'd be awesome to get another like. I mean, I, did, they had one come out like in the 360, like they had a yeah, the remaster yeah, or something. Dude, I didn't. It wasn't that, was, that like, great. Garbage. Port, dude, yeah. I did not like that portal. I bought it and I was immediately regrets. I was yeah. like, this is terrible. But like, I would love to see something like that, or you know, we also have like in the in the wings, and I know Hop, we've talked about this before, but. uh Microsoft has in the wings the Battletoads. Uh, I sure hope coming that the out, guys. Because so. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That Battletoads trailer looked like garbage. Yes, like, the whole yep. game looked like crap to me. And yeah. I'm a huge Battletoads fan. I was like, this looks terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks even worse now after seeing Streets of Rage Four in action. Like that just put it to shame. Put it to shame so hard. Yeah, I, I'd love to see a new uh, Punisher. Oh, yeah. Remember the Capcom one? Yeah, yeah, I actually... Well, I've I've got the uh, Genesis ROM loaded on my mini Sega, um, which wasn't as good as the arcade game, but still. Yeah, yeah, I have the arcade one Uh, on Mame. Splatterhouse, dude. Splatterhouse should make me come back. I would love that. I love love Splatterhouse on the TurboGrafx. That was awesome. Well, I was thinking... So, it gets kind of a bad rap, but um, I've been playing Splatterhouse 2 and 3 on the Sega Genesis. Dude, Splatterhouse 3 was awesome. Yeah awesome combos in that game yep um for me it's all about the game play like you gotta have that gameplay loop kind of like halo with the guns grenades and melee you know if your beat-em-ups too basic like double dragon it's not fun like a lot of these indie retro games they make i'm gonna air quote this they've made these beat-em-ups and they're not they're not fun they're like um they're too close to an 8-bit beat-em-up like, yeah 
gameplay's evolved since then. I get what they're going for, but I'm glad that the Streets of Rage 4 development team wanted to push the genre further and have fun with it and add in stuff like air combos, air dribbles, stuff that fighting games have done recently, and that made sense to borrow from there, because originally, I mean, beat-em-ups are what inspired... I mean, originally Final Fight was originally a sequel to Street Fighter, and then they changed it, and then they made Street Fighter 2, but it was the lessons they learned from Final Fight that got them to Street Fighter 2, knowing that they had to make a sequel to Street Fighter 1 the right way. So, But I think yeah, it's all I, in, like, the the game itself, like, the, I don't know if it's, like, just the, like, the engine, but, like, the way Streets of Rage 4 did it, it... Yeah, there's a great, so one of the things John Lindemann talks about, he talks about, he's like, you gotta have the gameplay, you gotta have the art design, and you gotta have the music, and if you don't have those three things, if you don't have those three things at a certain level, the game's not gonna be good. Exactly, because right? like, you, you can have, have artwork, like, but if those... you have terrible gameplay, yeah. and terrible music, nobody's gonna play it. That's the thing, is you could have, like, some of those retro, 8-bit, like, River City Ransom type games that have like the they could update it with combos and whatnot, but Dude, it that, just wouldn't work. It right would there. suck. That's another one. They should they should borrow that engine and do a four player River City Ransom. Dude, that would be the bomb. Yeah, I love that game. Make it four player online, please. Oh my god. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I think I would love for uh, Streets of Rage to be four players online, but I yeah, don't, I don't see it working. Dude, I'll tell you what. Um, two players gets crazy like that elevator stage can you imagine four players where yeah you mean especially oh my gosh on the harder difficulties you wouldn't be able to see yourself exactly yeah it, it, i could see why they didn't do it i Besides could see an achievement probably, four player thinking, with friendly fire on right. oh fuck <laughs> I that think the input latency was the reason they kept it to two players or the lag right? yeah exactly because it's definitely slower right uh, if you can a, you can the, you get, the gameplay is definitely slower than when you play uh, local, but it's not intrusive and, it, and it's not like doesn't make you think, "Whoa, oh, this is like running like molasses." Right. But it's so, definitely noticeable. I have a final question for you guys then uh, to wrap up this beat 'em up. Benzel, I want to get off of here. You guys can talk about this. <laughs> <later>. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it's all good stuff. I mean, I I enjoy beat 'em ups. Like I I don't have the the knowledge of it of you guys like you guys do i mean i i've played a few of the the classic beat-em-ups and i have enjoyed streets rage 4 a lot i think it's a beautiful game the soundtrack has been probably the most one of the biggest highlights for me because i could just sit there and listen to that i I have the the playlist on spotify uh saved for me so i can go to it whenever i want to um but here's a question what i guess franchise would you like to see that exists now turned into a beat-em-up? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, franchise. I think it's a hard question at the it same is, time. It is, because there, there could be so many... There are so many that could be translated really well into a beat-em-up. But I don't think any of like the major players... like you. Could, I don't think you could do a Halo. That just wouldn't work. Um... Like a, no, like a Call they of did, Duty. They did throw Master Chief and uh, and the Arbiter in Killer Instinct, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not a beat 'em up though. That's right. No, but I mean, it's know? a fighting game. But I mean, you're you're not far from that. But yeah, I don't. It's tough because like you could do like a, um, maybe like a, uh, like a a God of War. They're almost there in the kind of like that would yeah, probably work. That would or, work as a beat 'em up. You or maybe like Assassin's Creed or something. You have to have something that the context Batman, would work. Batman's been beat him ups before, so he would work as a beat him up again. Yeah. Um, but, 
I think I'd rather see that Golden Axe for. Oh my God, that would be awesome! Dude, that's yeah. just like if that's not if that's not ringing off bells at Sega's headquarters right now, something's wrong. That needs to happen. Oh, what was the one um, back on the Genesis? It was like an alien invasion type game. It was a, a shitty beat 'em up, but I loved it back in the day. I wish I could remember the name of it now. Alien Storm. It was like a side-scrolling. Alien, was it Alien Storm or Alien Syndrome or something? Yeah, a side-scrolling one where you you have guns mostly. Yeah, I think you have guns, but you also have like beat 'em up. It's also beat 'em up and stuff. That something like that would work. But yeah, it's, t- it's tough to be like a modern a modern game, like one of the modern franchises now that would work as a beat 'em up. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to find something that would be that would have a pretty strong melee focus to it at, at the same time. I mean, yeah, you're right. If you deal with a lot of guns, it would be hard to translate that into a beat 'em up and say, well, why couldn't they just shoot them? So, yeah. Or if I you mean, have someone like the Master okay. Chief, who's like a like an ass kicker in like a you know power suit, versus like like what are you gonna beat the shit out of the grunts and stuff? And it'd be kind of cool to go. You could have like the the hierarchy of as it is now, you know, have like the the Donovans be like the stupid uh, the grunts. You could have, I guess. you know, and like so you could reskin. You would you would reskin Streets of Rage Four with Halo sprites. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, I I don't. I, I could just, see like a Gears of War beat 'em up kind of thing would be kind yeah, of cool. That might yeah, kind of work. I think yeah, that, I exactly. Could see that I could definitely see that in the I mean, right like hands. You, I think that would make make it pretty fun. I mean, because the be locusts are similar enough to humans that that could kind of work, and then yeah, the bosses could the be bosses. the larger creatures. Yeah, I could see that. That's probably the old, one of the only current franchises I think that would translate pretty well to that. Yeah, I think that would translate better than Halo myself. Definitely. Yeah, I was also thinking like Mass Effect would be kind of interesting to see. Ooh, I could see that more as a fighting game, like. Um, like Soul Calibur or something. Yeah, you have like the the different biotic and uh, engineering powers that like you could use right. to, as your specials or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I I think beat 'em ups is in a the cr- right creative hands. I think any of those things could make. You just have to make it a good game first. If you're just chasing dollars or you're under a deadline or you don't know what you're doing, it's gonna turn out like crap. I'm glad that they gave the guys that. Um, Dot .mu, and I don't remember the other partners that worked together. It was like GWG games. There's like three different teams all kind yeah. of came together to make Streets of Rage 4, and they gave them the time to do it and do it right. And Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we got it. It's been a wonderful game. It's definitely been even better for a lot of us on Xbox who have Game Pass Ultimate that we paid a dollar for to upgrade to i yeah i uh, i need to redo a dollar upgrade myself (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i I can't believe that launched on game pass really yeah it i mean microsoft and sega have been cozy with each other for a little while now so hopefully we can continue to see that but i know um it's it's a really cool thing to have either way but um you know Beat Addy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great having you. Um, yeah, it's been a blast. Anytime. Where, where can people find you if they would like to search you up? Find me. The only place I'm really active on is uh, Xbox Live. Beat Addy K. That's the only thing I really play on. And if well, you want to play with Beat Addy, just, just throw him a random invite because sometimes he's just offline. Yeah, but. that's incognito mostly. 
Um, hop. Uh, you can find me at the adultgamer.com Discord, Hoptimus, and on Xbox Live, Hoptimus Maximus with the I and Maximus as a number one. Um, I love to play Streets of Rage, Halo, Modern Warfare, racing games. Hit me up. I'll play some Borderlands. Let's do it. All right, and I'm Fender765 on Xbox. Oh, so good. Uh, Fender765 on Xbox. You can find me on the Adult Gamer di- dot com discord as well uh i've been you know doing some things behind the scenes with that as the tech tech council member now so uh if you have any suggestions or ideas feel free to let me or my fellow council members know what we can do to help improve our community and make it even better so until then you guys have a wonderful day and stay safe out there and hop make your mouth music Hey, let's roll.